Welcome to Reluctantly Supernatural in an Age of Reason, the podcast where we explore the place of the supernatural gifts of the Holy Spirit in our lives and in the church. Our hosts, Pastors Mark Cowpersmith and Bob Maddox, combine their years of ministry experience to address the issues of the prophetic gifts in our modern world. Join us as they interview their guests from a wide variety of spiritual leadership backgrounds, as they share their insights on the place of the supernatural in the church and the world. And now, our hosts, Mark Cowpersmith and Bob Maddox. Hello, everybody. Welcome again to Reluctantly Supernatural in an Age of Reason. This is our podcast. I'm here with our co-host, Mark Cowpersmith. And this is part three of our interview with Georgian Vanoff. And he gets very open and frank and transparent in this time. I asked him a question about his marriage. I'd known him uh, for many years, knew his wife, knew about their ministry, but some real tragic things came into their life and shook up the very foundations of their faith. And he shares that in an amazing way. Remember, George, and when you, uh, I, I'm familiar with kind of the difficulties that happen in your marriage and, and uh, a lot of outside factors that were affecting all of us at that right. time. And, and yet I remember when you came to, when we moved to San Diego and you came down to our congregation and uh, you were on the other side of that. And Winnie had experienced a, a counter, life-changing encounter with God that, yeah. that just transformed her. And, and, and I think that also kind of launched you uh, together, the two of you into a whole new realm of, of ministry is is that not so? Maybe share a little bit of what what happened. Well, we went through, as Bob said, difficult experiences. Uh, you know, sometimes ministry doesn't treat you as important as the ministry itself. So one of those things that my wife like really got discouraged, and I couldn't help her, although I understood her. And uh, and uh, I mean, she totally abandoned not not so much God Himself, but the Christianity. And she found a secular job, Nordstroms, and new friends, and secular friends. And so it was very very difficult. And uh, and and somehow, uh, I mean, and a pastor friend of mine from Florida actually he 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 confronted me with that and says, "Listen, um, are you willing to?" to spend 30 minutes in, in prayer for, for your marriage. So would you give, would you give a marriage one month? And, and I'm saying it from the Lord, would you do that? I'm going, I know it doesn't work, but just out of respect for your good, good friend and God, I guess, and I'll, I'll try it. Well, after three days praying for your marriage, 30 minutes is like 30 hours or something. It's like cotton mouth. You know, I just don't know what to say. It's not working. And the Lord spoke to me and says, stop praying for your marriage. Uh, say, just just pray, you know, just pray in the spirit, Holy Spirit, pray. So I'm praying in tongues and praying in the spirit. And before you know it, I for, forgot this whole thing. And and I'm what, what's happening to me, guys, is I stopped praying. I stopped communicating. Of course, my marriage was in trouble, but I realized that I had forgotten my glory times and night that'd be till midnight spending to Lord it was the best thing in my, for me, but I have grown cold and I have gone prayerless and not connected to the Lord. So all of a sudden I began to get restored to the Lord personally. And the joy of the Lord came and flooded me and I was fine, you know, and, and, and the Lord used, you know, John Dawson, 
uh, you guys know John from the yes. he, he came to the church that she was going now and then very seldom, but because of him, he knew we, we knew him. She went to that little church and he gave a prophetic word that God's going to restore her art. She was an artist. And of course, along with everything, art went away and stuff. And she felt discouraged and her hands were burning. And, and she goes, God, don't tease me. If this is really from you, uh, give me three jobs art jobs paid like she made it like totally difficult possible like, impossible for god to do like three paid jobs you haven't done a thing for 10 years now you want three jobs pay for art but guess what within a, a, a couple three weeks she and a friend of ours got uh, uh, invited to to do the art set for two videos for billy graham and the stuff was shown to hundreds of millions of people. It's, it's like an amazing, amazing uh, thing that happened. And then Microsoft hired them to do. And so all three jobs were paid and they did art. You know, she did art and that kind of blew her away. And God, God still loved me, I guess. And she started doing art. And by the end of the year, I supported her. The Lord says, don't, it's not what you want. You want her to be spiritually revived and all that yeah. but this is a revival of different sort but support it you know she'll go to church with you don't worry but it's just just bless this whole thing and you know, and through the art my wife got really uh, resurrected and by the end of that year we connected and we went through these revival meetings and that she was touched massively i mean the lord just did it and uh, and so anyways um, we were this, we were, we were just divorced. It, we didn't file the paper, but it, you know, and, and so now we are 20, 30 years, almost late, 27 years later, we're still in love. I mean, the Lord restored us huge in a huge way and strengthened me because I was limping alone with just me, but my wife has a real teaching anointing and really strong. She's very disciplined in many ways. And she made me complete. I did not consider her to be any real helper for the ministry. She was just like my wife, but boy, she is like powerhouse. And I discovered all that. And my goodness, everything in our ministry exploded. So just 10, 10 put 10,000, right? Uh, two, two put 10,000 to fly when we unite. And that's, that's what happened. And, and our ministry with children exploded in every way. So it's an amazing story. Oh, George, this is really touching. I, I'm, I'm thrilled with the idea that God used her art and her passion for art to awaken her passion for him. Mm -hmm. You know, we always think we pray for someone that's lost and we say, get them to come back to church, get them to go and do this religious thing, give them this, this spiritual experience. And, and God finds some way completely outside the box that we never really thought would ever have anything to do with awakening their spirit and drawing them back to him. He's so creative. Yes. He's so creative. And, and that the soul, the, her soul was damaged and, and crushed in soul. And so the Lord began to restore her soul. The spirit came alive, of course, but the soul was crushed and, and that's what I couldn't do. But God, through that prophetic word and that sign of burning in her hand and then the crazy request, and God fulfilled that. 
And her soul was, I mean, we had like six months after that of their painting and um, our, our, our house where we just, we're just selling now. It was a wooden floor, almost like an art studio. And so I says, move the furniture out of the way because by the time you set up the easels, it's an hour and a half. And then by the time you pack them, just keep them here. And before you know it, her best friend shows up and her, my assistant. So three of them are painting and it's just like an art studio. The smell of paints and oil paints and all that was just like, I grew up with that because my mother was an artist. I was like that. And, and that atmosphere just opened her up and I supported it because I understand art, you know, I understand that nature and, and, uh, and the Lord. And then we went to a revival meetings where the presence of God was so thick and she just started weeping uh, uncontrollably. I never seen her weeping <laughs> years. And in fact, she had a normal mascara, if you know what I mean. It's like, <laughs> it was like running two-way in line. She's a very neat lady, Norma, but she was a mess. Three-way highway, two-way <laughs> highway. And, 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 and uh, there was, there was the, a week of, of in the presence. And then uh, she, she, she launched into that faster than me. And I was a little... Like, what's this revival and people laughing and rolling and this and that? And uh, and not that anything was a problem with that, but I could not feel that touch myself. And it took me a little while. And then I got touched. And together, oh, we became like, uh, Bob knows this. I mean, we've, we've been, uh, it's around the world. Like, we went around the world. Guys, we went around the world once. Uh, it took 24 days. We went in every time zone that there's an uh, airport and we would land and we worship with a group of 50 people showed up. I couldn't even believe this. It's like people wanted to do this. So year 2000 we went around the full globe, took 24 days, exhausting. I can't even describe to you, but we did it. We worship in every, pretty much every time zone there is. And that's how we kicked the millennial in and, uh, and actually, Charisma had a front page as well with the Holy Spirit and us doing this. And, and now, now it's 20, 30 years later, whatever, year 2000, no, 22 years later, uh, we are, uh, I don't know, I think we're transitioning to something new. And this, this whole uh, pandemic thing, uh, it, it uh, made us close our schools. We had like three, three locations, New York, Harrisburg, and opening DC schools. And all that shut down, but then through the technology, thank God, we have thousands of students now globally from everywhere, you know, and it's just an amazing new beginning and something new is happening and I'm excited. I, I don't feel old. I feel like Abraham, get going. The best is yet to come. Well, Bob, I'm uh, really encouraged by what Georgian had to say. And uh, this, this sounds really cynical, but I'm encouraged by the difficulties he encountered in his life. Because in the second podcast, we heard about what is pretty phenomenal Holy Spirit experience, basically a, uh, an almost a Pauline encounter with God. And it's easy for us to hear a story like that and think, wow, now this guy's arrived and everything's good. And he's just going to go on like the Apostle Paul. And, and we think of all these glory moments. The Apostle Paul's life wasn't filled with glory moments. He really paid the price. And we pick up this story with Georgian and, and the difficulties in his marriage. His, his wife has a, 
very bad church experience. Uh, and who hasn't had one of those? <laughs> and sadly, you know, they, they tend to really destroy our faith in many ways. And a rebuilding process with God has to happen. And I find her rebuilding process absolutely fascinating. And it just causes me to, to love God all that much more. He found the one thing in, in her empty life that she had a shred of passion for, and that was her art. Yeah. A prophet picks her out in a meeting and says, God's going to restore your art. And her hope is awakened. Just, just a little glimmer of hope is awakened. And then she prays. She throws the fleece down on the ground, and I love it. Okay, God, if this is really you, three paying jobs. For an, un, for an unemployed, hasn't picked her upper art for how many years, whatever, give me three paying gigs. Bang, 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 three paying gigs. And I love the idea that God will take that one part of our life that we have some hope and passion for, and he uses that to bring us to life. And as we come to life, he then, he then comes in as, as to restore our passion for him. I, I just think he's so phenomenally creative in the unique ways he brings people to, to life. And then it goes on, you know, um, he turned their house into an art studio. <laughs> I love that. It, it's like whatever it takes to bring my wife to life. She's happy. She's coming alive. She's coming. She, she's waking up again. And, and so he just, yeah, smell of oil, whatever, smell of paint, whatever. Let's get after it. And he sells out for that. And I think that's just wonderful. And then the neat thing is they start to go to these Holy Spirit meetings and she gets, she gets touched. She's weeping and, and she's entering in and he's the big minister. You know, he, he's the guy and he's not getting touched at all. <laughs> and he realizes I need my relationship with God restored like my wife's been restored. And that brings him into more a return to the fullness of the Holy Spirit, which, which then animates all of their ministry. And I thought it was really interesting. Um, they went around the world in 24 days, worshiped in every time zone. And I know people that would make fun of that. They'd say, okay, so you spend all this money on airplanes and you went into an airport and you found 50 people and you worshiped in every time zone around the world. So what? What difference did it make? Well, it made a difference. It made a difference in his ministry. It catapulted them on to the next thing God wanted them to do. And now it's a, it's a ministry that touches the world. You know what I love is that it speaks to all of us, no matter how devastated we might be. If God can start from right there and rekindle something in our hearts and just launch us into a whole new era of effectiveness for God. And, he, and remember, he said it really started with him praying yep. and, and for his wife, and he started getting revived, and then that's yep. what opened the door. So we want to encourage you. Yeah, we want to encourage you. Yeah. If, you're kind, if, that, if this is resonating with you, we want to encourage you to continue to listen to these podcasts because we've got other interviews coming up more of this interview actually with George and uh, in the next two or three of these. So be sure to watch them. Yeah, they're really fantastic. And we're going to ask a, a favor of you, if you don't mind. Um, recommend, would you, this podcast to your friends? Because more people need to hear this. They need to hear these real life stories of God's power. 
and they're encouraging. So subscribe to the site. It's easy to do. Recommend it to your friends and, and, and let's, let's see more people enjoying these amazing stories of what God has to do in the world. See you soon. You've been listening to the Reluctantly Supernatural podcast with your hosts, Mark Cowpersmith and Bob Maddox. Be sure to check out our website at www.reluctantlysupernatural.com or visit our YouTube channel, Reluctantly Supernatural, for more videos and podcasts. To get a copy of our book, Reluctantly Supernatural in an Age of Reason, you can purchase it at Amazon.com or order it directly from us at our website, www.reluctantlysupernatural.com. Com.